Welcome to Respect Life Radio. My name is Deacon Jeff Bennett with Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Denver. And today we have a special program highlighting a really special event that's going to happen on September 28th. It's called In God We Trust. It's an outdoor mass, a lunch, and an opportunity for veterans who kind of feel disenfranchised, maybe lost their faith or lost their way. It's an opportunity for them to get together and meet with counselors, meet with spiritual directors, uh, other veterans, to really kind of find that sense of community and that help that they may so desperately need. So today we're going to speak to two guests who are going to tell us one about this event, and the other is the Colorado Freedom Memorial. And so it's an opportunity for us to find out, one, how do we honor the veterans of Colorado who gave their lives for our society? And two, how do we honor those vets that I mentioned before that may be struggling a little bit? How do we bring them back to the faith? So we will have two speakers today, two interviews, I should say. The first one is Deacon Jim Doyle, and the other is Rick Crandall, who runs the morning show at 1430 AM EZ. And both of them have really spent a lot of time and effort promoting these events. So before we get into talking about the, the event on the 28th, um, you know, I know we were talking about it earlier, but, you know, your dad's name is on this wall, and he was in World War II. And just, you know, what does that mean for your family to have his name on there and a place you can go and kind of honor him? Well, Deacon Jeff, it's pretty dramatic. My dad is buried at Henri Chapelle in Belgium, so that's a heck of a trip to uh, go and visit his grave and be there. So it's dramatic for us in that all of my children and grandchildren and can go there and um, see something of of what my dad did and about him at a, a pretty modest price just driving out to uh, the Colorado Freedom Memorial. So that means a lot. I don't know if you've ever seen the Vietnam Memorial, but it really reminds you of that. It's traumatic. You get there and you see somebody's name, a loved one, and it's uh, hard to keep keep the tears back. You know, I bet so, especially when you think, you know, the sacrifice they made to keep us safe, right? I mean, they, yep. they gave the ultimate sacrifice. And not only them, but, you know, their wives and and, and children, I mean, and, you know, that, that loss is something, you know, you can't comprehend unless you've been through it. So to have that honor and to think, wow, you know, my dad's name's on here. And, uh, you know, he sacrificed everything for this country. And we live in a country, unfortunately, not everybody appreciates that. I, I don't even think, uh, a lot of people don't even believe it happened. As, you know, they've tried to modify some history, but it did happen. And uh, often enough, I think I wouldn't be a a Catholic deacon, I wouldn't be even a Catholic had my, not my dad and all the thousands and thousands of others been there to stop Hitler from coming to this country. So they really did give us everything, freedom, freedom for our faith, yeah. our, everything. Well, and you, I mean, it must have meant a lot to your mom, because, uh, you know, I was talking to... Um, some people, and I saw that, you know, the idea came around in the year 2000, and it wasn't until 2013 that the actual, everything was done in the dedication. So it was a lot of hard work by a lot of people, and I know Rick Crandall was one of them, in order to really honor, and, you know, over 6,000 names on that wall. 
There are, and, and Rick has tried to keep up with every single vet, every single military person killed, uh, and tries to bring it up to date as, as often as he can, even the, the guys and gals from Afghanistan and places our current war. So, yeah, it's quite a memorial. starts, yeah. I think, in 1898. Yeah, and unfortunately, we just had we just lost a soldier in Afghanistan not too long ago who's from Colorado, whose name will end up being on the wall, talking to Rick. Yeah, sure will. Um, but, you know, it's even more special because at the Mass, and, you know, that, that event's going to take place on the 28th of September, you have grandchildren going to be serving at the Mass, right? I do. I have. Well, I, I have grandchildren. Of course, they're my dad's great-grandchildren. They're both right. going to be. Two of them are going to be serving, Henry and Morgan. That's, I mean, that's special. I mean, you know, have, you know, they never were blessed the opportunity to meet your dad, but to be able to kind of honor him in that way, that must be really special for them and the whole family. Well, it is, and they're, I think they're excited about it. Their, uh, their dads are both pretty darn excited about it, and I'm really excited about it. So yep. I, I know, you know, it's one of the things Deacon Joe Donahoe's talked about is really getting deacons involved and, uh, you know, reaching out to vets, especially those whose, you know, faith may, you know, be a little weak right now or, you know, they've given it up uh, totally. And so this mass is really an opportunity to invite vets, right, to come and, you know, celebrate. And, you know, I think there's going to be a lunch and all that. I mean, it's really an opportunity. If anybody listening knows a vet, they should invite them to this, right? Anybody that knows a vet should should invite him to this, and especially a vet that has uh, really turned sour on his faith. Those are those are the folks that we want. From some reason, they've uh, had a bad experience in the war, and they're thinking that God doesn't love them anymore. So we want those women and men back. Absolutely, and we really need to remind people, God loves us all. If he didn't, we wouldn't be here. So... We need to remind everybody of that dignity. And I think, you know, people listening today, uh, you know, if you're at a parish, you know, they ought to reach out if they know of any vets, you know, family, neighbors, friends who've kind of gone away. Invite them back to the church, right? Well, we're trying to do that. We're getting brochures out. Uh, we're hoping that all the parishes will make these kind of announcements. We're going to all the veterans organizations and reminding them and um, the hospital, VA hospital and telling everybody we possibly can to come and we'll see how it turns out we're we're hoping we get a pretty good crowd though yeah and i got i got the flyer so it's in god we trust it's uh with uh bishop jorge rodriguez is going to be the main celebrant and and it's going to be again on the 28th of september it's from 11 to 1 30 lunch is included actually Uh, i want to make a correction we're going to start at 10 30 Oh, you're going to 1030. Yeah, I guess I should have gotten why. an updated flyer. Yeah, go ahead. Well, we just made this correction, but what it is is the Air Force Academy uh-huh. Catholic Band is going to be playing for the Mass, great. and they're going to come and start music at 1030, patriotic music, before the Mass. Okay, great. So, yeah, get there at 1030 to listen listen to the Air Force Band and, uh, you know, get ready for the Mass. And it is, it's just right outside, right near Buckley, right? It's uh, right across the street from the former Buckley North Side entrance. Okay. That's all blocked off now. But if you go there, just straight east on 6th Avenue, follow the signs. It's a Colorado Freedom Memorial, and you uh, it's impossible to miss. 
And people really can go there anytime, right? I mean, you want them to go to the Mass, but it's open all the time for people, right? It's open 24 hours a day. Yeah, so there's no excuse not to go out there, even if you want to go out for a private moment. And I think yep. there's probably a lot of people like your family, Deacon Jim, that, you know, their loved ones are buried, you know, far away. And I know that was kind of Rick's intent. Uh, you know, yep. it's hard to, you know, go to Belgium or France or wherever you'd have to go. And so to have something here in Colorado, I mean, people of Colorado are pretty blessed with this opportunity. Very, very blessed. Yeah, I don't think there's another memorial like this any place in the country. So, yeah, it's a special, special place for a lot of us. And so if people are listening, uh, I do have the flyer. This part is I know is right, but if you want to get some of these flyers, you can reach out to Amy Vigil at amy.vigil, V-I-G-I-L, at archden.org. Uh, or if you prefer the phone, the phone number would be 303 715 3198 and they can email you a flyer you can print it out you could put hopefully people can put this in their bulletin and really just let people know that this it's not just the mass but what are we going to do after the mass to reach out to these veterans this is you know the first of hopefully many of these events but it's got to be a year-long thing right if we see somebody reach out well we got a couple other things going uh one of the things we're going to bless the ground before we start and another thing we're going to have some professional counselors there that if if a vet just is so inclined uh they can get some one-on-one counseling with some pros and uh just hold their hand and lead them back if that's what we got to do and we'll have a bunch of deacons there too if if there's some spiritual direction or spiritual counseling that needs to be offered we're going to be there to help well, I mean, and that's two of the important parts, right? The psychological piece. So having counselors there is huge, and so that's that ought to be a huge selling point. But also the spiritual piece, right? We need, you know, we need to have that spiritual component to realize, you know, like you said earlier, we are loved, and sometimes we forget that. You know, life kind of gets in the way or bad things happen, and it's easy to get sidetracked. Yep. So hopefully we're going to be able to handle a bunch of those issues. Well, I mean, I... It doesn't seem like you've left any stone unturned. They're even asked to bring chairs and a blanket. So, I mean, in the end, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you guys have covered all the bases, but there's also going to be, you know, Rick Crandall uh, is going to be master of ceremonies. I see Mike Dugan, a retired Air Force general. He's probably going to say a few words. Mike is going to talk for uh, a short time, as well as a retired Air Force fellow, uh, Lancaster. Okay. Bill Lancaster, he's going to talk for a short time. Well, and then, you know what? It's it's great to see this many people coming out and rallying, you know, people in the community, military people, uh, you know, the social services in terms of counseling, the band from the Air Force, I mean, uh, the Catholic Church. I mean, there's a lot of people. These vets need to know people care about them, right? This is a lot of people who are really focused on helping them. That's what we're trying to do. And we know there's a need. That's that's why we're getting there and getting after them. We want them back. Well, I think it's a, a great message and also a great ministry and a great reminder to us all. Look, vet or no vet, if you see somebody out there who's really struggling in despair, reach out to them. Right? That's right. Everything Christ did was relational, and I think that's the model you guys are following. Right? Build a relationship with these people and. 
you know, if you're a deacon listening, you know, keep an eye on who's at the parish or, or parish members who may have family members who are struggling. Uh, you got to ask the question if you want to find them. Yep. Yep, we really do. And I'm, I'm sure all of us know of these vets, but I don't know how many of us really know a name, and those are the guys and gals we have to find. Right. Well, Jim, Deacon Jim, I really appreciate your time. And, uh, you know, this is such a worthwhile cause. Uh, we will promote this as much as we can and uh, hope you have a great turnout. Well, uh, Deacon Jeff, we want to invite you to come as well. I appreciate it. I know there's a lot going on that day and, uh, you know, none, none more worthy than this. That's for darn sure. All right. Well, hope to see you there. And thanks for the call. All right. Thanks, Jim. God bless. You're listening to Respect Life Radio, and our special guest right now is Rick Crandall, who is the host of The Breakfast Club on 1430 AM radio, and you're on, uh, what, five days a week, Monday through Friday? Yeah, Monday through Friday, that's right. All right, and so Rick is uh, you know, not only a, a local celebrity, but also somebody who really uh, has a passion and an appreciation for our military, and you know, you are, are, are you still the, uh, the president for the uh, Colorado Freedom Memorial? Yeah, I am. It, uh, it, it apparently was one of those things where if you came up with the idea, you were bound to be its president. Oh, it's a, uh, it's a lifetime p- position then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be working that way. So, and, and, and frankly, I'm, you know, as, as passionate as I am about it, I suspect it's so. Yeah. So I guess the question is, you know, what, you know, what came, what was going on that made you think, hey, we need to have this memorial, and how did it all kind of come together? You know, it's uh, um, it, it's it's really kind of uh, a puzzle to me a little bit as well. I was uh, in the year two thousand, uh, did my morning radio show from the American Cemetery um, at Omaha Beach in Normandy. And the uh, broadcast was meant to be kind of a kickoff of a, about a year and a half. We were going to be paying tribute to World War II veterans. It was uh, the 55th anniversary of the end of the war, and it just seemed like they were aging, and, and it was important we, we thanked them. And so anyway, that's we, we kicked it off with a broadcast from there. And uh, while we were preparing for the broadcast, learned that there were 88 from Colorado who were buried in that cemetery there. Uh, 12 on the the wall of the missing, so uh, 100 Coloradans who uh, didn't return home who were still there. And I became a little bit curious about that and asked while I was there as a a superintendent of the cemetery, first, how many other cemeteries there were like that? And there are actually 26 of them around the world that the American Battle Monuments Commission runs. Of those 26, Coloradans are buried in 21 of the 26 in uh, eight foreign countries, and the total number of Coloradans buried there are numbered about 2,600, and so I'm thinking as this continues, and and I ask the question, how many of them have ever had a visit from home? And knowing that they don't have any way of knowing exactly, but largely teenagers from Colorado who had gone to serve their country, given their lives, and have never had anybody, you know, no moms, dads, brothers, nobody from home has been to visit them, and that bothered me. There was, yeah. I don't know why it bothered me, but there was something about that thought that I couldn't get out of my head. Well, it just so, doesn't seem right. right? Was, I mean, they did everything, sacrificing their lives, and their loved ones can't even you know visit yep. them and, and honor them. Yep. 
Yeah, and it's you know it's World War One, World War Two uh, are those that are buried in those cemeteries. And and look, we were you know we went through the Great Depression in between all of that. A lot of families had no means. Um, you could make the choice of either having them buried overseas or bringing them home. For a lot of the families, it was a it, it, uh, unfortunately was a financial decision because had they been brought home, they then would have had to pay for the funeral here. Right, and so they elected to bury them overseas. For others. Um, it was, I've been told candidly by, by many from the World War II generation, you know, we had grieved one when we got news of the loss. We, we didn't want to have to grieve again. So, so you know, I, I mean, honestly, legitimate reasons why people made the choice, but still difficult that they would have to make that choice and then not be able to go see them. So, so from that point on, you're, you're there in early, you know, like 2000, the thought pops into yep. your head. When does so when does hey we need to have something here in Colorado start and then when does that finish? Yeah, so that started about uh, later in 2000. I started talking to because the idea was just not leaving my head, and by then I had to come up with the thought that perhaps a memorial that had all of their names on it. If I couldn't bring them physically back, I you know if I could bring them by symbolically by name somehow, that seemed to me. To at least be a good effort. That seemed to me to be a good good starting place. And so, uh, you know, I just kind of tossed it around randomly. I would mention it to a couple of people, even the Marine audience. People are very excited about the idea. And so, but I couldn't find anybody that was excited enough to assume responsibility for it. <laughs> yeah, they, the line, that kind of, there was a line drawn there. Yeah. I went to the American Legion, and I have dear friends at the American Legion who I work closely with on a lot of projects. And said, "Hey, you know, I'm telling them about it, and they say, boy, that's a great idea.' Uh, go get them, Rick. We're right behind you." And so uh, I've got a whole lot of that from a lot of places. So, uh, and it was okay. You know what? It was going to be on me. All right, I, I can live with that. I, you know, God, God's got me on this journey for a reason. So uh, we kind of developed it. We kind of continued to to talk about it, work through it. And finally, in uh, 2001, we formed a nonprofit uh, foundation, the Colorado Freedom Memorial Foundation, and uh, began putting together a, uh, the outline of a campaign to raise money. And that was in August of 2001, and then the very next month was 9-11. Right, right. And so we put it, put it away and thought, you know what, this isn't the time right now. Right. Because we're about to face new names and new losses. And so we put it away for, for quite a while. It wasn't really until 2005 that we reformed the board and started getting aggressive again with our planning and our thought. And then the recession hit um, about that time, and nobody wanted to give money to much of anything. And so I'm like, wow, um, God, I appreciate that you, you've given me this task and, and <laughs> you know, the, the opportunity through the radio station to talk about it. But you know, I wouldn't mind if, uh, if you'd replace some of these obstacles with, you know, ATM machines to get the money to get this thing built. Yeah, this but, this timing is everything. It uh, really was coming to life. Yeah, yeah. And and so finally, um, in 2012, um, we have been carrying this for a dozen years. I knew we needed um, to raise about just under a million dollars to build a memorial and to, you know, prep the site and all that stuff. And at that point, after 12 years, we were about $400,000 short. We were at about $500,000, $600,000. And on that uh, Memorial Day weekend of 2012, 
I was doing a, um, a, a radio broadcast, 12 hour broadcast on the Friday before my birthday weekend, when I was going to be um, raising money for the Freedom Memorial. And I had quietly, sitting up in the morning, I had quietly come to terms that if we didn't raise the money that day, if we couldn't get the radio call, raise the money that day, then I was going to go ahead and close up shop. We had given it a 12 year effort, we had done our best. I was my own worst enemy because there were many corporations that were kind of interested in donating, but only if I would put their plaque or, or their name somewhere. Yeah, they want the they want advertising it, not not doing it for the the truest of reasons. Correct, correct. And I was determined that if I was building a memorial to the fallen, that it would only be the fallen's name that would be on it. My name's nowhere on it, right? And right. So. So it was my own determination that, that probably cost us a few years that weren't necessary. But, you know, once we got it done, I, it, it was obvious that I was right. It was, it was the right thing to do. And, and, but anyway, that day we were $400,000 short. At 5 in the afternoon, we'd been on the 11 hours, we had only raised $80,000 of the 400000 we right. needed. And I had pretty much resigned myself that we, when we signed off the year, I would let everybody know, hey, we did it as good as we could. Didn't quite make it. Hold your head high. And we get a phone call. <laughs> and it's somebody that uh, um, had been a very successful business person in Denver whose father had been in World War II and gave his life uh, in Tokyo Bay in a submarine. He wasn't from Colorado, but this gentleman's wife lost an uncle in Korea, and his name would be on this memorial when we built it. And he called my wife's cell phone and said, how much have you raised? How much do you still need? And she said, we still need $325,000. And he said, I'll give it to you. Well, and, and from there, there you go. it gets built. And so the wall's built. It's in Aurora. And there's, what, 6,000 names on there? Yep, 6,205 currently. We just sadly lost uh, um, uh, a soldier in, uh, in Afghanistan. Yeah, so I did. Yeah, I just heard that. Movie. Yep. Yeah, so we'll we'll have enough to, to add, but yeah, it's over sixty-two hundred names. It's the Spanish-American War through today, and uh, it's uh, it's made of, of glass. It's a beautiful memorial, and uh, it's become a very sacred and special place to those of us that are that are close to it. And the families that come there to grieve, and when they come to the memorial and see their reflection in the names, it the, the good memories come there. Well, I mean, and if people want to find out more, because I, I went on the website and there's just so much information on there, and it's like, wow. I mean, I would imagine yeah. a lot of people don't even know this exists. What's the website if people want to find out more about the uh, Colorado Freedom Memorial sure. Wall? Yeah, and it, we, we made it as simple as we could ColoradoFreedomMemorial.com. Just uh, put that in, and it'll get you to the website. You can uh, search the database if you think you might be related to somebody who's on the memorial. Um, they would be on the memorial if they were, if they had listed Colorado as their home of record when they entered the service, and then um, if they were uh, killed in action, so, right, or from the battlefield. So that's the the limited criteria we have to to be included. And so now we've you've you've partnered with the archdiocese. There's a big event coming up yeah. on September 28th. It's uh, called yeah. In God We Trust, an outdoor mass, also a lunch, really for veterans who 
almost are disenfranchised, right? They've maybe they're struggling with their faith, they feel lost or whatever. How can people find out more about this yep, event yep. and uh, participate? Sure. Now I know um, that the archdiocese has it uh, listed on a page um, somewhere. I know the um, and and I don't have that link right here. With me, but I do know the archdiocese has it. Well, I do have uh, I do have uh, so I do have a copy of the flyer. So you can email Amy V Hill, Amy dot V I G I L at archden dot org. I, I my guess is you can get a copy of the flyer. You can find out more information and that yeah. type of thing. And yeah. and so it is. You know, yeah. we're only about a month and a half from this happening. Yeah, exactly right. We and and it is going to be uh, popping up, showing up in a bunch of church bulletins and. And I, I believe the Catholic Register is going to help us out with uh, getting the word out. So oh, you'll good. start to see it in, in more places around for sure. But it, uh, Deacon Joe Donahue called me one day and said, look, the deacons, you know, I, I think we think, and I think that maybe we should be doing more for veterans, but we're not sure what more is. And he and I Well, you were the right guy to call for that question. <laughs> well, we talked, and I said, look, the homeless issues, being addressed a bit, I think those numbers dropped. Health issues, the, the feeding. I said, "Well, what about their faith? These are men and women who have had to do experience horrific things, yep. things that we've spent a lifetime learning we should never do. That when faced with it in, in combat, you know, it's it's different, and you carry that your whole life, and you wonder if what you've done has disenfranchised you from God, and you." You know, and you, and you worry about working your way back. And so we, we saw this as maybe an opportunity. Let's have a mass outdoors. We won't keep, feel, have anybody felt cooped up. Right, we'll right. We'll be outdoors. We'll be at this beautiful place. We'll have a lot of folks around that could, to chat with veterans afterwards if they need help, you know, reuniting with, with God. And I think it's going to be a beautiful day. Well, I appreciate you doing that. We're down to, you know, it's about the last 30 seconds or so. But if people want yeah. to keep an, uh, track on what you're doing and how you're supporting veterans, how can people follow what you're doing and, and help? Sure. The, be- the Really, the, the couple, well, the best way for me is I'm, I'm pretty good about getting everything on, on Facebook. So if you can get to Facebook and uh, go just look for me, Rick. Crandall, C-R-A-N-D-A-L-L. There's also a Colorado Freedom Memorial page on Facebook. And all the information uh, is, I keep it updated pretty daily there. So good way to find this and again through the website. Okay, well, thanks, Rick. Appreciate your uh, time and all your efforts. And I, I have a son in the military, and so I, uh, I'm with you. I can't, they, those guys can't get enough appreciation for all they do to let us be safe and be able to live the yeah. lives we do. Well, thanks for his service very much, and and thank you for giving me the time to to share the story. We'll look forward to seeing folks out at the memorial. All right. Thanks, Rick. All right, Jeff. All right. God bless. Thanks a lot.